0: Lou and Matt for breakfast border Triple I think we can all be thankful that Victoria hasn't set up the hard border checkpoints like it did at oh the yeah. start of the year when. Uh, there was an outbreak uh, in Sydney. So this time they've got a mobile police operation in Wodonga and Yarrawonga and a few other places on the border. Uh, the Chief Commissioner said the operation is highly visible, mobile prevention, detection and enforcement presence. But we're intrigued on 13353 whether or not um, uh, anyone has seen anything happening, like seen groups of cars being pulled over, almost like a booze bus thing, almost mm. like a breatho. Um, anyway, we've thrown it out there.
1: We have and uh, Sandy from Don's Don's Freight in corryong Sandy, you've uh, your drivers have seen the the setup.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we actually get head into Corioong into Aubrey about seven. Yeah, and there was nothing there as they went in, but as the first vehicle started to come out at ten thirty at Latchford Barracks near the traffic lights there, um, they were set up so victorians went through one lane and all the new south wales people were being pulled up and checked yeah interesting so it's a it's a mobile operation essentially isn't it it's it's the idea i think is it will pop up anywhere at any time and um and then they'll pull over obviously as you said the new south wales drivers so it's a lot better though than battling through a daily checkpoint isn't it oh absolutely like it was quite quick the um My husband said it was really quite quick going through,
1: so that's good. Yeah, it is good. I mean, and literally, they'll just be looking and checking addresses, won't they?
0: Yeah, I think um, Michael said he thinks there's even a vehicle recognition car earlier, like up near the Stump. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. But I'm guessing that they won't be there kind of permanently, that they'll move around, so they'll be somewhere else today.
2: Yeah, yeah, just randomly. Sent yeah,
0: up. yeah, I like yeah. I like that idea. I think it was certainly a lot better than the hard border checkpoints. So thank you so much, Sandy. You're welcome, guys. Have a great day. You too. Bye. And if you have any interaction with police or you see something interesting or unusual uh, that will be handy for other people to know as well, then give us a call one triple three five three. The phone lines are always open, but we'd love to tell people you know, what's going on just to make it easier. Yeah, yeah. And it's not so
1: you can avoid it. It's literally just so you can know where things are happening and what's going on. I mean,
0: if you're from a red zone and you're listening to us right now, go home. Yeah. Unless you're streaming us and you're in Sydney, in which case, good morning. Yeah. Hope you're doing all right.
1: Hope you're doing
0: okay. But, yeah, you've obviously got to do the right thing. If you're in the border bubble, though, we're fine to move in and around that bubble. definitely. And sadly, it's not often that I give you... um, um, public compliments, and that's on me, frankly. I should be better at that because um there's a m- many things I could compliment you on, but I'm going to pick out one thing mm-hmm. today, Lou. Mm-hmm. I've just realised this might not sound quite as complimentary as it's meant to, but believe me, it is a compliment. I've just realised something this morning, and that is that your sense of smell is extraordinary. If they ever run out of, you know, those truffle pigs... <laughs> I reckon that's that could do you be you reckon side... I could
1: sniff out a truffle? Yeah. I reckon you're right, actually. You've
0: got an extraordinary nose.
1: Yeah, I do have a very, very keen sense of smell. Thank you for noticing. You could hire yourself out. Oh, Lord. I don't know about the mud up the nostrils. That would be pretty rank, but oh, smelling out truffles. Can you imagine? What's Lou doing? Oh, she's just truffling.
0: I'm actually imagining it now, and it's quite amusing, to be honest with you, Lou. So... The Fencing for Fires Army has been hard at work since the bushfires of 2020, helping to fix fencing at farms and properties in our region. It was started by our mate Jamie Wolfe. It's been a little while since we checked in, so we thought we'd give him a buzz and find out how it's going. Jamie, good morning.
2: Good morning. How are we?
1: Yeah, yeah, really good, Jamie. So where are we at with um, getting... The, all of those fences repaired that were damaged and um, completely, you know, raised during the bushfires?
2: Yeah, look, the, we're, we've done, definitely made some huge progress, which has been good. And I think all the all the emergency type of, of fencing has been, um, I guess, erected, which has been a really good um, thing to see in the Upper Murray and across the fire grounds. Um, there is some, uh, definitely some... Uh, Some properties that haven't had the uh, the luxury of getting a hand, or um, I guess yeah, had the time because they've been running their farm to to get where they want to be. So there is still um, some some fencing up up in the firegrounds that uh, definitely needs an extra boost and that's where we're sort of slowly working through a list of, of people that um, registered quite a while ago because it's been so busy. Mm. Yeah, We're really only up to September, um, November when they actually registered. So it's bloody, it's been a really uh, long 18 months but, yeah, you know, a very rewarding one.
0: Yeah, you're doing an amazing job. Now, we're talking quite a bit about mental health, this week, because uh, we've got Triple M's No Talk Day coming up on Thursday, how have you found um, people's mental health in 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 the areas that have been so badly affected by the bushfires?
2: Yeah, look, it, it, initially it was really tough on on everyone that um, was affected by the fires, and you know they they really, I think, just the enormity of the the task at hand was was really part of the, um, the the mental aspect that they really struggled with um, you know and, and even now that they're starting to you know overcome uh, the mental aspect of it because they' you know they're getting close to finishing their fences you know that's been a, a really big part of it but um, you know, yeah there's definitely some struggles there, and I think you know when when we reach out and, and talk to them and, and give them a hand with their fences, it definitely takes a lot of the pressure off and um, all as it is, is just reaching out and touching base yeah. with them and seeing where they're at.
1: Well, that's it. It's uh, you know we've talked to other sort of mental health professionals about it too. It's really just making people feel like they're not alone, and you guys have done an amazing job with that. Because as you said, it's just such an insurmountable task to fix all those fences. So to have you guys there to say, "Hey, come on, let's let's get into it. We'll help." Must be just uh, the amazing boost that that, that they need.
2: Yeah, and look, I think you know definitely with it's COVID's chucked a, a curveball, oh, yeah, you know, through the recovery, and I guess um, you know now with you know when when we went through the first twelve months, you know we went through the winters and the snow and everything like that up there, and um, I guess that you know we're at a point now where. Um, we're just going to slowly, you know, work through the list that we've got and, yep. you know, make sure that, um, you know, the the people that have have really missed the the boat from a help point of view still get the still get the recognition and, awesome. and you know, let them know that they're still we're still about that's. You know, this COVID thing has taken the focus off, and we really want to get back on track.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome. All right. Um, Finally, how can people help, mate? Where's the best port of call to uh, to go to find out all the info and see if they can help support you financially or otherwise?
2: Yeah, they can go on the Facebook page. So, Fencing for Fires on Facebook, and there's a link there to the GoFundMe, which you know, um, yeah, obviously with the COVID, that's been a little bit quiet lately, and. Um, it's always handy no matter you know what amount everyone thinks you know 10 bucks is not enough and yeah but any amounts um great and you know it goes a long way to going on the front line and you know our our job is to make sure that you know we finish the job at hand and yeah um we're getting there but we've still got a little bit to go so great yeah job. head to the facebook page or the the website on www.fencingforfires.com.au and yeah see how we go
1: awesome jamie wolf always a pleasure chatting with you and uh Good luck with the task still at hand.
2: Thanks, Matt and Lou.
0: Cheers. It's Lou and Matt, fencing for fires on Facebook. And bad news for Australian uh, pro cyclist fans because uh, Aussie ace Caleb Ewan has abandoned the Tour de France. Why is it one of the – it's the only thing that you can't just say France. Tour de France. You've got to say Tour de France.
1: Tour de France.
0: Um, after uh, just stage three because he crashed fracturing his right collarbone in four spots.
1: Oh, yow.
0: He's a five-time tour stage winner and he's the top build sprinter, so that's that's very oh, unfortunate. That's terrible. But Imagine did you... him
1: crashing going that fast oh, down yeah. a mountain.
0: But speaking oh. of crashing, did you hear about the one of the worst pile-ups in Tour de France history um, a couple of days ago? No. Oh, my God. The scenario is ridiculous. So this young girl, right, um, when I say young girl, probably... Um, you know, 20s, say, yeah, yeah, young yeah. lady. Yes. She had a massive, she had a big um, uh, cardboard sign, and it said, hi, um, Nana and Granddad," but in German, right? So she was a German lady. And she decided to, as the whole peloton, you know, like all of the riders we're in coming. a tight group were heading for we're her. her, she stood out facing the camera with her back to the riders and held out the <gasps> sign. And then a rider clipped the sign and then chaos ensued. Oh
1: my God! Have a
0: listen to the commentators here when they when they saw the vision. Oh my, oh my goodness me, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was about <laughs> it. So anyway, oh. then she did a runner. And they're trying to find her because they want to charge her. Of course they do. Because, I mean, one guy had to pull out and there was just chaos everywhere. There were, what hun- looked like hundreds, but there were like lots and lots of bikes and riders just scattered along the road, all because this idiot held up a sign <laughs> saying Nana and Grandad, hello. <laughs> oh, that's terrible crazy and on thursday it's triple m's no talk day a day where we stop talking so you can have those important conversations about mental health and right now of course it's so tough for so many and that can impact mental health like never before ella smith is the workplace wellness consultant she's a mental health clinician at business wadonga and she's there to provide support for businesses in these covid times and she joins us morning ella
1: good morning so, Ella, I guess it's no surprise that um, a lot of business owners are are really struggling with all the different lockdowns and everything that COVID's thrown at them. Are you finding that people are coming to seek your help?
3: Yes, they are. So, um, I've been having meetings with different businesses around Wodonga and we've been having some great discussions around assisting with mental and emotional health and wellbeing
0: Yeah, yeah. our um, no talk day, which is on Thursday, is is where we're not talking on the radio so people can start having conversations. How important do you think it is to to be open about mental health and and genuinely having those discussions?
3: Well, we're working towards reducing the stigma attached to mental health. And having the conversations is one way to start normalising some of the stresses that COVID has brought on or just general life issues bring on in life every day.
1: Do you you find that people are willing to talk in an open forum or are they more likely to want to come to you one-on-one to have that discussion?
3: Initially, it's it's mostly one-on-one because I'm working with businesses, then they do invite me into their business to talk to their staff as well. Mm. But this program actually extends out not only to business owners, their staff, but also their family.
0: Yeah. Oh, fabulous. yeah, and it is, a, it is a great idea. So how does it actually work? Do they have to get in touch with Business Wodonga or, or do you reach out to, to businesses? How, how does it actually work, Ella?
3: People can reach out to me. So they can contact me on my mobile, which is 045887894, or via email, which is ella.smith.com at each.com.au, or they can contact Business Wodonga directly and ask to speak to me. Yes. I'm also linking in with businesses at different times, so going around and introducing myself and explaining what I'm, yeah. I'm
0: offering to businesses. Such a good idea.
1: It really is. Um, Ella Smith from uh, Business Wodonga, thank you so much. It is a fantastic idea in these times. Thanks for the chat. Thank you. Great to, Great to speak.